This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome to Front Row Material! It's not for everyone! With Jerry Lynn! And I am going to blow you. Excuse me? And Mikey Whiprack! Out of the water. Here's your host, Mike Freeland! Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland. I'm soon to be joined by the two... Mike, make it, make make this fucking quick. I just, uh, I just took some blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I'm not kidding. Yes. I'm not kidding. And you got some business to take care of? <laughs> well, I figured we can wrap this thing up in about 35 minutes. I'm going to show the missus a good time. <laughs> Well, look, I've been I've been sick. At what it seems like for fucking six weeks. Oh, it's like the first day. This is like the first day I'm feeling, you know, a little bit somewhat normal. So I figured, let me uh, let me try the blue chew. Like, oh. kick things in overdrive here. You try saucy the, uh, tart. Well, you know, not that we need to get into my, uh, you know, relationship well, habits. But since you've been you, sick, you got to make up for lost time. Mikey, I was going to ask you, do you have any favorite moves? Do you have a move, I should say? Do you have one? Yeah, his favorite's a duck under go behind and stay there. <laughs> I, I keep my moves a secret, Mike Freeland. I, I was just, just wondering if you could share something with the uh, with the younger generation. Maybe I could uh, I could learn from you. And don't worry, they don't Mikey. Pay me, they, with, they don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> don't worry, Mikey. With blue chews, there won't be a small package in this finish. <laughs> I got to thank Matt for that one. Oh, my gosh. No, I am looking forward to the blue chew because it. Uh, when you reach my advanced age, <laughs> round two doesn't come easy, gentlemen. <laughs> well, with blue chews... It could possibly work twice as fast to get in that uh, second inning. Well, no, it, it, work, it works for me. <laughs> oh, God. And you know what, Mikey? You can take it on an empty stomach, full or empty, so you don't have to worry I about the keto actually. thing. Oh, you took it on an empty stomach? Yeah. Oh, wow. And a beer. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now... Did you have this shipped to your house? Actually, I, I believe it or not, I had a ship to work. Oh, to work? <laughs> well, because my, the mail at my house is a little wacky, so sometimes things don't really show up when it's supposed to. Oh. And I think I got nosy neighbors, so well, I had a ship to work. Well, you don't have to worry about that because it comes in very discreet packaging. Well, that, that's why I shipped it there. I figured, well, if I get <laughs> like, you know, like a fucking porno cover coming to work, it, it might uh, raise some red flags. Right. Yeah. But, so uh, it's a no, good it, it did. It came very nice, private. Nobody asked any questions. Right. The only person who would ask a question is Chris Hansen. He'd say, what's in the bag? You can say blue chews and condoms. <laughs> and cookies. <laughs> naked, chasing a cat around. <laughs> Stop chasing your pussy and let's go. <laughs> no, I'm a big, honestly, I'm a big fan of the Blue Chew. It's uh, it's quite nice, quite lovely. And I don't necessarily have a problem in that department. No. 
to be honest. They say it only takes a few minutes to fill out a form online with no doctor's visit. No hassle. Let's put it that way. Right. Well, I mean, you know, the, the I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> and you, no weird looks from the doctor and the nurse. No. Well, you would have to agree, though. I mean, nothing's more awkward than going to your doctor talking about your willy. You know what I mean? And then saying, hey, listen, I'm having I've some I've never issues. done it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> I, had, I had a conversation about ingrown hair one time. Man, that was weird. <laughs> okay. An ingrown right, hair? Then. Huh? So, Jerry, how can our listeners go ahead and get. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <coughs> Hold I on. <coughs> I think we need to tell everyone this isn't a side effect of the Bluetooth. Mikey has, is just getting over bronchitis. Oh. <laughs> Are you crying, Mike? <laughs> oh. I just thought about the ingrown hair again. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, so, Jerry, how can people go ahead and get their first order? Blue you Chew. just visit bluechew.com and you get your first order free when you use the promo code ECW. All you pay is $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ECW. And it's nice. easy. It is easy. I don't I don't have patience for like a long form filling out the stuff. Oh. That's why I was never good at the online surveys. I don't either. So this was very nice and easy. You know, $5, nice and easy. Came in a couple days. I'm ready to go. Did you use the ECW code? I did, actually. So everyone's got to remember, to get your first order free, use ECW for the promo code. ECW. ECW. What does that stand for? Erect what? Extra chunky dick. <laughs> Extra chunky. <laughs> Extra chunky dick. Dick. <laughs> Start with a W. Extra chunky dick. <laughs> Extra chubby dick. Oh, chubby. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with chubby. Dick doesn't uh. start with W. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Yes, all right. I can't even so spell. We're a, little bad, we're a little bad with the spelling. <laughs> extra chubby willy. Okay. Yeah, or wiener. Okay. Extra We're, chubby wiener. Man, it's so good to have you back, Mikey. Um, yeah. There's so many things we have to talk about since the last time. Wow. You yeah. guys had a big weekend uh, a couple weekends ago at WrestleCon, WrestleMania weekend. Love to hear about what's going on with that. But The fans um, got me sick. I was just about to say, when did you start feeling... Not so great. Uh, I felt a little crappy actually at the convention a little bit. I kind of felt like a little ugh. And then we went to the Ring of Honor show Saturday night. And I started to to get this fucking cough on the subway. And then a little cough turned into a major cough. Which turned into damn near asphyxiation. (laughs) And it didn't help the first, was the first one or two days we were there, it was just cold and drizzly. 
Cole Drizzly and our, our we had the, the hotel room from hell. The hotel oh, was the it fucking was terrible. shits. Where did they put you up in? The shit in. <laughs> it, it may as well have been called that. It was called the Manhattan, and it was horrible. It was a dump. Oh, I thought initially that I was. It was like mold that I got like because like the the floor was it wet. Probably like was because below. The below the air conditioning unit that did not work because our room was like 74 degrees the whole time. The floor was, the carpet was wet by there. And so we may have been breathing in black mold for all I know. <laughs> well, I, I definitely did. You you sounded fine. But I just, maybe I'm immune. Fucking I don't know. Nasty. Maybe, maybe. Wow. Black mold. Yeah, no, this, this, this hotel sucked ass. Oh, it was horrible. It well, then we couldn't get we couldn't get into room for it. it seemed like an hour and a half because well there was a there was a a plumbing. maintenance issue in your room and we put like a plumbing issue in your room. Yeah, the fucking leaky air conditioner. <laughs> they thought it was a leaky pipe. I bet. I bet you. I don't know. But then yeah, so they put an electronic lock on the room so we couldn't get in. And Every yeah, time we went to the room, the keys oh. didn't work. Every fucking time. And we're on the and we're on the tenth floor. If you're staying at the Manhattan and you're room 1025, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have a better time. <laughs> Especially if you use blue chews. I wish I had blue chew. At least we had something to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not with me in the room. <laughs> well, that's Great. right. You room together. Yes. Oh, shit. That's all I need. Wake up in the middle of the night and Mikey's playing interrogation and roughing up the suspect. <laughs> talk, talk, damn it. He's getting you back to blue the clutch. velvet, it's blue chew. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> blue chew makes me stiff. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Well, you know what? You have a lot to be proud of. And and I was talking to Jerry about this last week, and, and Jerry got the shout-out to, you know, the Hall of Fame induction with the Generation X and X-Pac. What was your take on that one when you heard it? That was cool. I was sitting next to him at the garden, and he's like, he goes, hey, what, what does this mean? And I go, uh, I don't know. And then uh, we started reading it online. Uh, people started putting it on Twitter. And I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't be lying if I said I, uh, I got a little teary-eyed there reading that about my good friend Jerry. I think it's awesome. I got a little it's, misty it's very, too. It's very nice of him getting some recognition. I was, I was, I was pretty happy. I concur. I think that was uh, well deserved, my friend. Well deserved, and and I think, like he said, if everybody who uh, or anybody who doesn't are not familiar with who Jerry Lynn is, you definitely need to take some time and. Go on YouTube and you'll be highly, highly entertained with the work that he's put out over the years. And if you're not entertained, take a blue chew. That's right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you guys are learning. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. But, you know, Mikey, you have a, another really big reason to be happy for WrestleMania. You had a, about 25 minutes. You had a very big involvement in WrestleMania, and the group of guys that you trained were all successful at WrestleMania, and you got some shout-outs on social media as well. So congratulations to you for that. 
and they won championships. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It was nice. It was uh, a surprise. I didn't uh, didn't expect the tag team belt to go that way. I was hoping it would, but I didn't know. And then I didn't know what needs what was happening. So it was a nice hello, but it was a nice surprise. <laughs> so proud of them. They've they've all done well. So look at this. We got we got Mikey Whipwreck creating WrestleMania moments. We've got Jerry Lynn being mentioned at the Hall of Fame. I see. We talk about Jerry in X Pac and putting in the Hall of Fa- you know Hall of Fame comments and everything else like this. We start talking about me and all hell breaks loose, <laughs> <laughs> laughing and Tom. Yeah, we start talking about you and Pam starts yelling at the dogs. Yeah. See. <laughs> wow. So WrestleCon itself. So. For those of us who did not have the opportunity to travel to New York City, what was it like? Was it a good-sized crowd? Was it neat to interact with different people? Who did you see that you – I would like to thank the people that did not make it to New York City because they did not get involved with getting me sick. (laughs) So thank you very much for not coming. But there were more people this year, I think, than last year. It seemed that way. Because we stayed pretty busy, pretty steady. And the second day, there it seemed like there was a lot more people the second day. Yeah, and it was like spread out more. They, they had everybody spread out on three floors this time. Whereas last year, New Orleans was just one floor, like one big room. So it, it definitely seemed busy. So Mikey, Mikey didn't, yes. he didn't work any other shows. And I got. No, I did not. I got, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I never thought I'd imagine saying this in my entire career, but I got to ref on a show called the Joey Ryan's penis party. And I didn't get to see much of what went on, but Mikey did. And Mikey. I saw too much. Yes. Why don't you tell us about the, the DDT Royal Rumble? Isn't that what it was called? The, the Japanese group I DDT? Soft core porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Blue Chew. I don't know what the fuck happened. I was I I I was talking to Tracy Smothers, and then I went upstairs to go talk to Jerry for a minute, and then I came out, and during this rumble, for some fucking reason, there was a Japanese man with his pants pulled down, <laughs> sitting on the top rope. <clears throat> And then there was another Japanese man with his head on the ground with his ass pointing up towards the other guy who was sitting on the top rope. With his and pants pulled reason, down? With his pants pulled down. There you go. And for some reason, they just started bumping asses. <laughs> and then, for whatever reason after this, there was a girl in the ring. They took the girl, ran the girl into the turnbuckle in between the two guys' asses, and then they started bumping asses with the girl's head in the middle. <laughs> At which point I went, what the fuck is, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, um, look, I could, I like to consider myself open-minded. <laughs> and, you know, I'm willing to, you know, go along with the gag. But that one was a bit much for me. I admit I did laugh a little bit because it was just a very interesting visual. But I just, I just didn't get it. I don't uh, just stop my thing, I guess. The people enjoyed it, so I guess they got their money. I saw the clip online, and I was impressed with the guy's arm and shoulder strength who had to push himself upside down that many times. And he was there for a while. He was looking, he was upside down for a good five minutes. 
But don't they? Part of me was part of me on was ready to go. I can't wait to show Shane Douglas. <laughs> Just to open up the can of tirade that would have gone along with it. I'd like to hear Cornette's thoughts. But don't they? Oh, Cornette might Cornette might be dead. <laughs> if you saw that, that was that would that might be the end. Stroke out. But don't they do some of that weird stuff over in Japan? Like I've seen stuff on YouTube where they they it's it's over sexualized. I, I sent you guys some clips, some gifts before in our chat in our chat room. Yeah, I. I just don't get it. You know, if you if you enjoy it, great. You know, that's nice. But I, I just did, I didn't get it myself. Yeah, I was a little confused myself, but it is. But then part of me was part of me was getting angry then because I'm thinking to myself, you know, Jerry, we broke in we broke in twenty years too late. If we broke in now, we could have a sixty five year career. We could. <laughs> All we gotta do is the uh I'll call it the lunar Landing spot. Oh, <laughs> the lunar landing spot. Yeah. The moon Rick landing. Rick Flair was ahead of his time bearing his ass. The all moon those landing. Years ago. Yes. So Rick Flair was ahead of his time because he was showing his ass for years. And didn't uh, Rick Rude do that too? Russell. Rick Rude did it. Yeah. And Candido. Can't, yeah. I never showed my ass. I never showed mine, I don't think. So those spots where somebody's tights were getting pulled down, that, that was obviously a planned spot, correct? Well, they were in thongs. Like, there wasn't much to pull down. I, so you're not wearing regular tidy whities underneath your wrestling trunks? These people weren't. No, I'm asking you two. Would you be wearing tidy whities underneath your, your pants? I wore nut crunchers. I didn't care about panty lines. I wasn't going to wear a thong. That's... Got to be the most uncomfortable thing. Yeah, I usually wore like uh, boxer briefs. <coughs> oh, geez, <Mikey>. <laughs> Are you sure you want to keep doing the show, Mikey? Let's go. I'm ready. He's, he's ready. So, who else did you see from ECW at WrestleCon? Uh, Hack. Nice. How's he doing? He's uh. He was in rare. He was heel hack that that whole time, especially Saturday. He was ready to go. He was he was heel hack. Yeah. Did he perform? He didn't take his blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> so his his kendo stick ready to go. <clears throat> oh, that was ready to go. The kendo stick was always ready to go, especially when Francine was holding it and stroking it. What? Remember when she would manage Justin, what she would do with that candlestick during the ring introductions? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I thought you meant WrestleCon. I'm going, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't remember any of this. <laughs> no. Who was there? Franny was there. And Shane. Our good friend, the Blue Meanie, was there. Blue, Blue Meanie was there. Shane was there. Tajiri was there. Riri? Riri? Cactus was there. I saw Cactus. Did you tell him about your impersonations you do on the show? No. Did you mention the show to him? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that pretty much ends that conversation. Well, he, he didn't mention his to me. Well, that's when you're supposed to plug yours to him. Uh, look, here, I, not see, I'm not good at that. 
Jerry is very good at that. He's very good at segueing that stuff into the conversation. I am? Well, you had a couple of the fans that you know you're saying, oh, hey. Oh, well. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just like, oh, please just shake hands and go. You know what we almost had? We almost had dueling sheikis. Because oh, we saw a almost. big backdrop of a picture of the sheik. And I said, Mikey, we got to go take a picture or a video of you cutting a promo in front of that as the sheik. And as we're heading over there, all of a sudden, the sheik comes and sits down. And we both stopped dead in our tracks. <laughs> I said, this might not be a good idea. Right. This might end badly. I might get Brian Blair. <laughs> and then I, yeah, I said, we got, we could go do dueling sheiks. Come on, let's go do dueling sheikies. Part of me wanted to go to him and go, that's right, Bubba. And just see what happened. But I'm like, I... I didn't have the guts. That would have went viral. What, Mikey getting humbled? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd still stretch me, the Sheiky baby. I don't even think Sheiky oh. needs anything to continue to humble people at his age. How old is he, by the way? Uh, it's got to be in the 70s. Yeah. Oh. If he had two knees replaced, you could have went up to him and talked about your two hips being replaced. I can't remember if it was him or not. Someone said... Great. So anyway, the Sheik's there. Wanted- we don't tend to tell anything to him. Cactus is there. Perfect opportunity. Extra crispy wings. You know who was he in rare form? He knows it. Bob Backlund was in rare form. Oh, my God. Was he I ever- saw that headstand he did. Holy shit. He'll be 70 years old. He's in phenomenal shape. Speaking of the Iron Sheik is 77 years wow. old. Wow. Yeah, Bob was in, in rare form. Every now and then he'd break into Mr. Backlund. It was great. You'd hear him through the whole hotel. Yeah. Listen, so, so Greg the Hammer Valentine. That was good. Great Muda. I saw Booker T. Um, Said hello to uh, the old boss, Eric Bischoff. Said hello to Eric. Talked to DDP. Who else? MVP. I'm trying to think. There's so many people. Let me see. RVD. Hmm? Yeah, RVD was there. Sabu was there. Tracy Smothers was in the house. Yeah, it's good. It's good seeing a lot of these. Was uh, Amish Roadkill there? <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't see. Okay. Him. I didn't see him. I like him. I like his character. Roadkill's a yeah, good guy. Seems like a really good dude. He certainly is. Well, it sounds like a lot of guys you guys got to catch up with and chat with. Um, find anything new about anyone that you didn't know previously? Mm, nope. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm very, I'm very awkward when it comes to conversation. <laughs> oh, Al Snow is there. I forgot Al Snow is there. I saw Demon Bunny. Who? <laughs> Demon Bunny. Rosemary and... Um, I can't remember her name now. It's driving me nuts. I'm having a brain fart. I don't know any of these people. <clears throat> Demon Bunny? Yeah. They're on Impact. Never heard of it. <laughs> Who else? I saw Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. Um, I where were 
these people? I didn't see anybody. And uh, sees. See, when you're antisocial, that happens, Mikey. Here, I will. Well, I, said, I, I, I stayed at the table. Jerry kept walking away. You know Jerry, why? Jerry, are you a drifter? A drifter. You, hmm. you kind of float around the room, you know. I'm the one man wolf pack. He kept leaving me there by myself to talk to these well, people. Who else was, no, I don't have anything else no, to say. Well, you know what happens table, is Rodney would tell Chris, uh, I have to take Jerry to the bathroom, which means Rodney wanted me to go with him to, so he could get pictures taken with people. And then Chris would turn around and do the same thing to Rodney and say, I'm taking Jerry to the bathroom, which means Chris Just, wants me to take him around and so he can get pictures with people. Your, your, your prostate must be the size of a goddamn grapefruit because you pissed every fucking three minutes. <laughs> exactly. I just kept sitting there because Hack wasn't talking to anybody. And Shane Douglas, he's down there talking to somebody. He'll talk to somebody for 25 minutes. And I'm like, I'm struggling just to say hello. Hello, how are you? Good to see you. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> did, did, did you get the... Then Jerry, Jerry's like, what's your name? Where'd you come from? Go, oh, here we go. It's that Southern right. hospitality. He's a good... I tell you what, Jerry, he, he, Jerry's very good at this. Jerry's a very sociable... He's, he's just a nice guy. I'm just like a miserable prick, I guess. Social anxiety, I start to like fucking twitch. Well, I try and help you. I, I, every now and then I, I, I kind of get into it, but it, it, it just takes me a while to kind of get into it. And then I don't know. Next time I'll give you this anti anxiety pill. It's called a blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. It'll take all your energy and focalize it in one area. Do you guys go to Sniffer's Row by any chance? No, no. that's a no. Is Score still in New York City? I have no. I've never been there. Okay, I don't know. Not if you play for the Mets. Oh God, <laughs> they never that's score. Terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! I just sent you guys a picture. I saw that. It's very adorable. Just now? It's a good pick. Just now? You guys got to hang out with Drew? Yep. Nice. Very cool. God, I have a big head. Hmm? <laughs> Is that from the Blue Chew? Once again, with Blue I'm Chew. Thinking of, I'm thinking of Blue Chew. The Statue of Liberty looks like something. And two nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Strategically placed. Very phallical, and you guys are the testicles. That's I see great. that. That's great. Who took that picture? Was that a selfie? I think so. How did you time it perfectly with the Statue of Liberty, or is that just pure coincidence? Jerry's it was fate. It was fate. Wow. The phallic symbol and two nuts. It was fate. Jerry's Jerry's the left one. He's hanging low. He's a little furry too. <laughs> You're clean right there, man. Clean balls. People oh. like those. What? 
<laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving, moving forward. People like those. <laughs> oh my god. fan question I have to throw out there right now. And this is from JTRD at Joe Dion 5. He asks, who is known for in-ring crop dusting? I know some of you must agree farts are funny. So, Mikey, (laughs) have you had any in-ring experience with someone crop dusting you? No, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Blue Meanie did it. Oh, really? <laughs> Is the Blue Meanie known for uh, letting the flatulence fly? Meanie's all for entertainment. Love it. So if there's anything he could do to be, to make to pop somebody, he would do it. As I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if, if the Meanie has crop dusted someone. He seems like he'd be the you know, perfect he, fraternity guy to be in a, in a frat with. Oh, definitely. I could see him, you know, since he's done the thumb wrestling in the middle of matches and stuff, I could see him just putting on the brakes and going, whoa, 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 and just pointing at a guy and go, pull my finger. (laughs) I could see Meanie doing that. So could I. I mean, when you think about the BWO and how long that's, you know, people still wear the shirts and they still – make the chance and he's such a recognizable person that you know he's really gone down as being somebody who's going to be remembered for a long time just because of his very unique gimmick and the comedy and I was talking to him a while ago and crop dusting well we didn't we didn't talk about that specifically Um, (laughs) (laughs) the conversation never got to drop an ass on people but it's And so the conversation turned <laughs> pretty quickly. We talked about Yokozuna a couple weeks. We ago. did. We did talk about yeah, and how he almost killed that guy. Oh, he dropped ass he on somebody. Oh, speaking of Yokozuna, I was doing a little research. Uji actually would help Yokozuna when it came to um, hygiene and helping him perform certain things. Did anybody hear anything like that before? How Fuji played a role in Rodney's personal life? Did you guys hear any stories about that? No. No. I did not know. Yeah, evidently uh, Fuji was a good dude. He uh, he helped him out a lot. So I thought that was oh. very nice. Yeah, you, you know, every day you hear something new about Fuji, and it's just like the legend grows even more. I mean, just how about a great river he was, how funny he was, and just the way he was able to, you know, work with the performers and and really help get his guys over. So, nothing but love for Mr. Fuji. Oh, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> you, you're going to suffer. Really? <laughs> oh, man. So are you on medication right now? Yeah, I was on steroids. Oh, I thought you gave that stuff oh, up. No. Steroids. Mikey's on the gas. <laughs> Mikey's on the stop. I, I, I took my Bluetooth steroid before. <laughs> We're going to have to wrap this thing up. <laughs> Unless you want another little Mikey. Nope. Nope, there'll be none of that. You got fixed, didn't you? 
Nope. Would you if she asked you? Yes. She won't let me. She won't let you? She, no, she says it's too permanent. I said, well, yeah. Do you think, honestly, in the back of her mind, she might be holding out hope for maybe one more? Look, I hold a, I hold a hope for a lot of things, too. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's going to fucking happen. <laughs> so, like, a 5% chance? Because... Zero percent. Okay. All right. Jerry, are you fixed? Don't make don't make me regret taking this fucking blue chew now. You're saying. Am I? Yes. No, I'm no I'm not. You're not? Okay. I know that was kind of a weird question to ask. Sorry about that. I'm definitely gonna get it when we're done. Having children. So how many you want? Um, I think right now we're right around the two, the two mark. But if the first one do them both at once. <laughs> what? Do them both at once. Hey, twins, I'd go for that. Then you're, you're done. done. That's perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah. Indeed. Now, what do you think about fans naming their children after wrestlers? Have you ever heard anybody who done that who did that before? A friend of mine in Scotland is named after Sean Michael. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. You mean Michael Hickenbottom? Yeah. Where, where's he going? Where's he going? What, what the hell is this shit? I don't know. Well, wherever he's going, he's not going to get there fast. Well, it could be uh, one of the side effects of the blue chew. Is he ready to go? Is it is it go time for him right now? <laughs> Maybe. I mean. It said it possibly works twice as fast. His, possibly. His first round's going to last about 30 seconds, so I figure we got a good minute and a half before he comes back. Think so? Yeah. The over-under will be two, so. The two-minute man? Yeah. Oh, brother. What'd I miss? Well, that all depends. What did we miss? Yeah, what the hell did you do? <laughs> you were the two-minute man that can go all night long. <laughs> well, I was, I, was, I was asking making sure Angel was still awake. Oh, my God. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Craig Chef Pulley, my friend. That's it. How is that not a t-shirt? I don't know. We missed you berating people to buy merchandise last week. We have baby onesies. We have um, barbecue um, aprons. We have everything. Gym bags, coolers, koozies, mugs. God love Frank the Mailman. That guy. Did you see that picture I posted on social media with Frank? No. Frank the Mailman was uh, was wearing... A front row material. I believe it was the uh, the Iron Sheik T-shirt underneath his postal attire, or I don't even. Oh, that's great. He's wearing it underneath, yeah. So, so when he when he when he goes freaking postal, he's gonna bring the thing up. <laughs> look, oh, look, look at that! <laughs> look at the shirt that guy's wearing. I humble you. <laughs> oh God, there's a lot of people who've. Uh, Decided to go ahead and display themselves after they've purchased uh, some front row material stuff. The coffee mug that that's still doing really well. I gotta get me one of those. Is it, it is. It's doing very very well. My wife bought a hoodie. Did she? She yeah. need front row wives. She needs to go ahead really? and take a picture. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. 
Well, I better get the notorious Pam one. Yeah, Frank the Mailman right here. That's right, Bubba. I want to give a shout out to uh, to I am Legend two one seven Adam. I can't say your last name. I would butcher it. It's wow. But he uh, he went ahead and took a picture of himself sporting the FR F and M shirt. That looks awesome on you. Thank you so much for going ahead and purchasing that shirt at I am Legend two one seven. Frank nice. the Mailman. People are buying these they fucking are. things. Frank the Mailman's got two different shirts that he wears, and he's actually even showing it underneath his postal outfit. It kind of looks badass. It looks like he's like Superman right here. It's like he's pulling it open, and he's also got the drop pie shirt. So, oh, awesome. awesome. Love you, Frank the Mailman. Had to be a fucking drop pie shirt. Oh, and I saw the picture of the guitarist for St. Vitus wearing your drop pie shirt I, in concert. No, but- that, that's not a drop pie shirt. What is it? That's my it's a, uh, regular it's a Mikey shirt. shirt. It's a regular Mikey yeah. shirt. Oh, I thought it was a drop pie shirt. No, I'd be very upset if Dave Chandler wore that. Oh, why? Why? I, the drop pie is making fun of me. Yeah, but I feel like he could, I mean, he could wear it and, and make it look pretty badass, though, Mikey. You know what I mean? Oh, he definitely could. He definitely could. Yeah. St. Vitus, St. Vitus is fucking badass as, as it is. Yes, good friend of mine, Dave Chan. Follow him yeah, on I was Twitter. Say that it was the drop pie. I love the drop pie. The drop pie's got to be my favorite. I think it makes a good it's coffee mug. Shirt ever made? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Okay, all right. In all fairness, in all fairness, what could we? What kind of shirt could we create that would poke fun at Jerry? You already made it. Sniffer's Row. That's not really making fun of you. I mean, what would be a, what would be a good one here? Maybe with you and a hover round or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> In a referee oh, really? shirt? Really? <laughs> really? <sighs> what, uh, what was the bit in the tag match where all of a sudden... The one team decided to go up and just start hugging you. You guys, you guys, bro, hug three ways. Well, that was the end of the match. Okay. They were picking on me during the match and afterwards. That was best friends. Chuck and Trent. Yeah, best friends. You were. They were you, picking on me during the match and then afterwards we all hugged it out. You were very nimble looking, from what I saw on YouTube and Twitter. Me? Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Getting around there. I took a blue chew. <laughs> Before the match. Oh my god. Either blue chew's gonna love us or absolutely hate us. I'm not sure which one it's gonna be. I'm loving the blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sporting a pup tent right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, New Jack. Did anybody see New Jack at WrestleCon? No. No, was he there? I don't know. I'm asking you guys. Did anybody see him? No, we didn't see him, no. I don't know. I'm an, I didn't see him. I'm very curious. I, I like watching New Jack interviews. Oh, here we go again. What? Mikey, you know what you missed last week? Oh, God. Really? What? He was asking me what wrestler's units I've seen in the shower. No. No way, man. What? You're taking that out of context. It was. It, no, 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 no. It was not. No. Jerry. Okay. Not necessarily in the shower. Just. 
the locker room. We were talking about you know, the penis the party. The grocery store. Joey Ryan's penis party, Mikey, right? So we're talking about penises, yeah. right? And I said, oh, speaking of penises, Ric Flair made a career <laughs> out of the baby arm. Did you ever see the baby arm? Let me ask you, Mikey. Had you ever seen Rick's baby arm? Uh, yes, I have. Is that a whole lot of inflated stories, or is there some validity to the... Well, there was something inflated. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw the baby arm. Can you tell me in what context you saw the baby arm? No. It's a locker room. Oh, okay. Well, I it thought he was like in a hotel or something like that, running up and down the hallways. With no. just the robe on? Yeah. Probably. I mean, who knows? And the boots. <laughs> and the boots. So that led me to the question, hey, speaking of Rick's baby arm, had you ever come across anyone else's baby arm? That's it. And then I said, had you ever come across anyone else's baby arm? Jerry took that the wrong way. He <laughs> thought I meant coming. And I didn't say it that I didn't mean it that way. Anyway. Knowing you, though. What do you mean? What do you mean knowing me? Knowing you. It's just a question. Nah, yeah. There's some pretty fucked up things going on in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happens when I'm not around. But I good know. Lord. I get Did we sabotaged. have an episode last week? Yes and no. And that was, that was just the opening. Oh, there Wait. was an episode last week. Yes. It was like it was like a clip episode because of between the schedule with the uh WrestleCon and you being sick, we just sort of Ah. We did a we did a we did a bonus show of, of never before released <laughs> stuff. Yes. Obviously, I don't listen to the podcast either. You don't even li- Jerry doesn't listen to the show. Mikey doesn't listen to the show. I listen every single Wednesday morning on my way to work. All right. I do. It's good. That's where that one download comes That's from. That's right. That's me. 6.01 a.m. Eastern Standard. That's when you get all your downloads. Find us anywhere. MLW, Stitcher, iTunes, FM Player. You name it. We're there. Well, it's been an interesting catch-up episode. <laughs> I haven't talked to you guys in like two weeks. <laughs> oh, my God. Did it live up to expectation, Mikey? No, but I think I'm about to live up to expectation now. Oh, boy. Thanks. So Thanks you guys, show. you guys take it home. I'll talk to you all later. What? Wow, he's he's taking a powder not, right now. I'm not kidding. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. I will... Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. I'm okay. Out. Okay. Wow. I guess that's I guess that's it. Next week we'll have more fun. I guess this is where we insert the 70s porno music. Yeah. Remember, guys, if you like sex just like Mikey Whipwreck does, you should go ahead and try BlueChew.com. BlueChew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. And, and tell me a little about this, Jerry. BlueChew, you can take it on an empty stomach, can't you? Yes, full or empty. So you don't even have to have that chicken parm. You can go right at it. You can give her the whippersnapper anytime you want. Remember, guys, 
<laughs> the whippersnapper. It has the it's cheaper than those other two. Viagra and Cialis. It only takes a few minutes to fill out a form online and there's no doctor visit. No awkward conversation, no waiting room at a pharmacy. It ships discreetly at your house. Blue Chew Chewables are prescribed online by a doctor and made here in the United States. It gives you the confidence that you need in the bedroom every time. Chew it and do it. What do our great listeners need to do to go ahead and get their Blue Chew, Jerry? Just go to bluechew.com and don't forget to use the code ECW to get your first order for free. You just pay $5 in shipping and handling and it arrives at your door in very discreet packaging. So now that you have your bonus room, I have a feeling that uh, could that bonus room really turn into the red room at the Lynn residence? No. Yeah, maybe. That's impossible. Huh? I have no stroke here. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. No pun intended. Oh, too much. Too much. Guys, yes. we appreciate you listening and putting up with all of our nonsense and tomfoolery. Before we go, we want to let you know again, ProWrestlingTees.com. You can find Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck t-shirts. They are available. They have all different sizes available and all different designs. Go ahead and pick yourself a shirt up. You want to use a coupon, go ahead and use it. If not, close the browser, go back in and, you know, don't. You can also go to our main website, which is shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash F. RM Pod. And if you go there, you can find all of the merchandise that we've been talking about on today's episode from the koozies to the t shirts to the hoodies to the onesies you name it, we've got it. We also have a brand new shirt that was just designed by the Halifax Matt, who is absolutely ridiculously talented at these shirts. And it is, uh, it's a front row material shirt, and it looks a lot like the is it the yes, 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 Daniel Bryan shirt? Maybe. If you've seen that, we have our own spin on that as well. So you can cruise on over and get your merchandise right there. And remember, if you want to go ahead and get autographed pictures, 8x10s from Mikey Whipwreck, go ahead and shoot him a DM over on Twitter. He'll be more than happy to hook you up. He's still doing those electronic Etch-A-Sketch autographs where he draws pictures and trees. And uh, I got mine recently. You can go ahead and get yours as well. And Jerry, if people want to get stuff from you, where, where else can they go? Can they send you a DM if they want to get you to sign something? Yes, just DM me at It's Jerry Lynn. Perfect. Guys, that's going to do it. And I have... I should. I need to thank someone. Yes. It is... Uh, let me find it. Uh, Mateo. M-A-T-E-O at Jensen the number six, the word six, and the number six. He showed up at WrestleCon and gave me, he's in a band called Defecrator, and he gave me a shirt and a CD, so I just wanted to thank him for that. That's awesome. Very cool, because you guys are big into music as well, and I know on last week's episode, the Halifax Matt, you guys went ahead and introduced a new segment that we're going to be having here on the show uh, where you guys talk about metal, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to be digging that. What do you think, Jerry? Oh yeah, we'll, be, we'll probably talk about other. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in something else too. They just don't know it yet, but yeah, we're gonna start talking about some music we like, and who knows what else. I can guarantee there'll be some tomfoolery mixed in there somewhere as well. Yes, and so our first 
One was about uh, Iron Maiden. They said, uh, Matt asked me, what's, you know, what's a good metal song you'd like to talk about? And I said, Iron Maiden, uh, Fear of the Dark. Nice. Which they're coming here to Nashville in August, so I will get to go see them, believe it or not, for the first time. Oh, wow. I've never seen them. It, it was like uh, the Ramones. I kicked myself for never being able to see the Ramones because they toured constantly. And you'd always say, you know, there might be something come, that came up or something. You go, all right, I'll go catch them next time. And you kept saying that, kept saying that. And then finally, well, there's no, you know, don't get to see Ramones anymore. So I got to make sure I go see Iron Maiden because, you know, who knows? It might be the last tour. Now, who who would you – who's your go-to people when you go to a, a concert? Who do you like to go with? Me. <laughs> 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 well, when I was in Minneapolis, it was my buddy Anthony. And Anthony, he was in a death metal band called Demonicon. And he does sound for Origin, and I think he's been touring around with one call a band called uh, Red Sun Rising. I think he's doing sound for them now, but uh, he still plays. Used to go see a lot of concerts with him, and then uh, a wrestler up there in Minnesota called Horace the Psychopath. We used to go see a lot of shows together. Oh, nice! So very cool. Yeah, that was back in the day when I'd still get in the pit. God, you got balls, my friend. Oh, when they would like throw everybody around and push each other and. Well, the pits back then, you know, it wasn't too bad. And if you got knocked down, you'd have, you know, people helping you back up. But the worst pit I saw was in Orlando at the House of Blues. It was, uh, I'm trying to think if it was uh, Slayer or Pantera. Now, Pantera had some violent pits. I, I saw them a few times at this bar in Minneapolis before they got their big push, and there'd be kids coming back to the, by the front door with bloody faces. And oh God! But the one show I, for life of me, I can't remember if it was Pantera or Slayer at the House of Blues in Orlando, and I was up in the balcony, and it was the most violent pit I'd ever seen. It didn't even look fun. It was just people swinging fists and elbows at faces. And I thought, that is not fun. No. So for somebody like myself, who I don't see myself being a mosh pitter, I I just don't, okay? So what do you expect when you're jumping into a mosh pit? Is it just... There, you don't know what to expect. So you could come out with scrapes and bruises and everything else? Oh, yeah, I can't... Well, I wasn't even in the pit one time. Uh, I was up the front and a guy wanted to get up on stage and stage dive so I turned my back to the stage I interlaced my fingers together I said you ready he says yeah and he steps on my hand and I hoist him up over my shoulder up onto the stage I turn around the bouncer pushes him back and his, the heel of his boot goes right into my eye oh so I ended up with a black eye oh my god <laughs> so just trying to help a guy get on stage I, I end up with a black eye holy but, uh, cow but yeah you know you, you don't know what's gonna happen my buddy and I horse the psychopath he saw this one guy kept slamming really hard into this girl so, you ever watch Happy Days yeah. years ago? <laughs> yes, I have, yes. Remember the episode with the uh, the Demolition Derby? I, I, do, I do, I yep, absolutely. And you had the Malachi brothers 
and they would team up and do the Malachi Crunch. Yes. Well, that's what me and Horace did to this guy who kept on picking on this girl. We gave him the Malachi Crunch, and then <laughs> he disappeared, and we never saw him again <laughs> in the pit. He's like, forget this. I'm out. Yeah. Wow. Well, speaking of bands, and I do want to give a plug to a band who I'm, I'm very personal, longtime close friends with them. It's a band named Siege Lord, and they are from Cincinnati, from my area as well. I've heard of them. Really? Yes. Yeah, they have an album that's called Covered in Blood and Ascent of the Fallen. And um, Now, what kind of metal is it? Wow. I w- you know, there's so many subgenres of metal now. There are. Gosh, I'm going to feel so out of place if I mispronounce it. Is it death metal? Well, there's death metal. Here's... You know what? I- I'm just going to send people to where they need to go. So it's going to be Siege Lord. Siege Lord, yes. Yep. So it's going to be siegelord.bandcamp.com. And then obviously you're going to go ahead and find the links of their stuff right there. You know what's really interesting is guy who's been a great longtime friend of mine, Ben Harris. He's actually the younger brother of Wildcat, Chris Harris, who was in TNA slash Impact Wrestling. So America's Most Wanted. There you go. So Ben is the lead drummer in this band, and I've seen them perform. Their show is so theatrical, and just from the musical standpoint, it's amazing. I mean, it is, it is an experience. The way I will describe it in a wrestling term is like the Undertaker's entrance. It's just, it, it's just very, very eye appealing. It is acoustically appealing. You'll really, really like it. So, what do you mean theatrical? Are they like Viking death metal, or is it gothic looking, or well, what they, is it like? Their their outfits. Black. Let me see if I can send you a picture here. So their outfits, they have horns. So, like I said before, I should I should know this a lot better than what I do. Um, let me see here. I'm going to send you the picture right now, Jerry. I'm going to send it to you in the group text. All right. It's really good. So how did you hear about them? I'd always done my homework. Like years ago, I used to go to record stores or and I'd try and find uh, like underground CD shops and stuff. But I also tried to find under you could find underground metal zines and stuff, fanzines that fans would put out. And I would just do research. Like I would always get uh, Terrorizer magazine from England. Nice. And uh, I'm trying to think some of the other magazines I used to get. I can't remember if there was one called Metal Hammer or just Hammer. Or, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, yeah, they got some wild outfits. Yeah, they do. And when you see them in person, it's even, it's even more intense. All right, it's let- almost like a cross between uh, barbaric and almost like Road Warrior-ish. It is. Okay, so the genre is, it's death metal, but is it, am I saying this right? Mel- melodic? Melodic death metal, yes. Yeah, yeah that's big in uh, Sweden. Medieval, mythology, wars, epic battles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you want to let them know that you heard us mention them, you can email them at siegelordpress at gmail.com. Let them know Mike Freeland and Jerry Lynn sent you their way. So, I'll be posting some more stuff on Twitter about where you can find them, but once again, if you head over to that Bandcamp link that I gave you before, you can go ahead and find their album and 
it's available for purchase as well. Boy, I'd hate to hear that one time at band camp at that one. <laughs> that would not go well. Yeah, that huge would... Lord. It's so funny you say that because that their their lead singer says that. So well, of course they do. If they're melodic death metal, it's it's intense. I, 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 okay, I am not the coolest guy in the world, but when I go to one of their shows, they you know obviously I I address the part as well. But uh, I don't know. I feel cooler because I listen to basically seventies and eighties music, which is fine. Nothing's wrong with that. But when I go to no. this, I just feel like my cool factor jumps exponentially. Hmm. Okay. Then I pop a little blue chew, and man, I'm I'm ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. You're probably in a fuzzy costume with horns. I tell you, I I talked to the guy who was telling me about the furries, didn't I? I told you about that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I would like to go. To a furry convention. So if anybody is interested in sending an invite out to me, I'd be more than happy to attend. Learn more about what it is. It's, I'm not going to be dressed up like Scooby-Doo with like horns and like black paint smeared on his face. Yeah, but after taking that blue chew, you probably turn into the killer <laughs> rabbit from Monty Python <laughs> and the Holy Grail. At that point, anything's possible. With that being said... On behalf of Jerry Lynn, on behalf of Mikey Whipwreck, who's probably somewhere taking his medicine, or, you know, I am Mike Freeland. We will catch you next week on Front Row Material. We'll catch you next time. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 